Are you ready? Yeah, you know I'm ready. We're choosing to unlock the treasures from within. Winners don't back down. Now we move forward. Destiny awaits. You got the power, so now rule. This is relentless conversation. Destiny awaits. You gotta move forward. Never back down, man. We always move forward. We got the power. It's locked within, my friend. You never give in, cause it's your time to win. This is relentless conversations. Welcome to Relentless Conversations, where the conversations are always to push you forward in your destiny. The battle is yours to win. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yo, what's going on, fam? This is your boy K Noel. And this is another episode of Relentless Conversations. Yo, I'm excited, man. I I got one of my guys on with me, man. I've known him for a good little while, man. And I had a request to get, you know, some athletes and stuff on from last season. So I said, let me reach out to a few people that I knew. So anytime I bring somebody to you all, I want to make sure, you know, that they top tier, you know, they're going to bring the heat. They're going to bring some gems to you all. Cause after all, it's all about trying to, you know, make you all better, a better version of yourself. So the guy that I'm bringing on today, he's currently the uh, girls head basketball coach for jump. He has seven years of experience in higher ed um, and coaching eight years experience in K through 12. He is the 2005-06 Player of the Year, all-conference, all-regional, all-American, 2021-22 region, uh, four AAA Coach of the Year. Man, that's incredible. Uh, region champion and a Final Four appearance. So I just want to introduce you all to my guy, Coach Jeremy Mayweather. What's going on, man? Hey, brother. Hey, brother, man. I am excited, man, to embark on this conversation with you today my friend yes sir so so as we get started man i got a question that i've been asking some people and i'm gonna ask you this question so who was jeremy mayweather who is jeremy mayweather jeremy mayweather and who is jeremy mayweather becoming man i'll tell you what the was uh one word lost um Jeremy Mayweather was lost um, in searching, you know, for for that that transition, uh, for that pivot, and uh, you know, through through God's glory, mercy, grace, uh, you know, I was able to find my way, and I'm still still on that journey. I don't think I don't want you guys to think I've arrived, but I'm still on that journey, uh, taking that walk every day. Um, who am I now, man? Whew. Father, husband, coach, mentor, um, child of God, man. Ah, man, just, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I tell you what, man, it's just kind of one of those things you just, you just look at, you know, the journey and how far you came and where you are now. And, and definitely, man, the, the vision that God has given you as to where you need to be. And where I need to be, man, is continuing to make a difference uh, in our youth lives, um, inspiring people to live a healthier lifestyle and uh, trusting in God and, uh, you know, strength, definitely strengthening that faith. So, So let's talk about some, let's go back a little bit because you're a coach now, but at one point you was an athlete. Yes. So what was it like? 
not only being an athlete, but being a minority student athlete? Well, um, man, I tell you, I come from uh, I'm from a small town in Barrow County, uh, Statham, Georgia. And uh, just kind of growing up there, man, I would say uh, Statham was kind of 50-50. And, um, you know, with, with a lot of with a lot of schools, um, a lot of school system, you know, there are a lot of politics that come into play, yeah. you know, and sometimes it's, you know, sometimes it's it's all about whose mom or dad can donate the most money, you know, and, you know, which are determined, you know, who's, who, you know, who gets the amount of playing time or whatnot. So I've all, I like to tell people, man, I, when you, when you hear the term, got it out the mud, you know, I got it out the mud, man. You know, and so um, I was always at the end of the bench, struggling, fighting, and um, you know, just just being a minority athlete, man. You were always looked at as you were just athletic, and you can't think the game. You don't understand the game. You know, you're just a guy that can run, jump, and shoot. You know, and so um, you know, during my time, man. Um, thank God I had an uncle, man, you know, who was very, very, uh, who had been through this process before, went overseas and played ball. You know, he was always there every step of the way to enlighten, to keep me encouraged. And, uh, you know, you know, teach me about appreciating the process, you know, from the end of the bench, you know, to the front of the bench, you know. So, um, you know, I, I learned that, you know, being a minority, you're going to face a lot of trials and tribulations you know, on this journey in sports, you know, it's going to be times where people are just going to test your intelligence and things like that. And um, you, you, you're constantly fighting the, the stereotypical perception, you know, that a lot of people have, you know, of the minority athlete. But um, man, I tell you, it, it's, 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 it's been fun. You know, it's been a journey. And um, the biggest thing that I've learned, man, is just how to listen, Yeah, you know, it's how to listen, man. Sometimes you can just sit and you can just listen and you'll hear everything that you need to know, you know. My fellow entrepreneur, it is Bobby Robinson, also known as the influencer attorney. And first of all, I'm sure by now you are enjoying the conversation with Relentless. I'm super excited to partner with K Noel to offer two courses exclusively for his listeners. Uh, so the first course is a DIY business formation course. And this course is really for anybody who's trying to figure out what business entity is it an LLC, is it a C Corp? So in this course, you'll learn everything you need to know about business entity formation. And I'll actually show you how to get it done in your respective state. The second course is a DIY trademark course. And this is one of my most popular courses. Everybody's trying to get their brand protected and rightfully so. So in this course, I teach you everything that you need to know about trademarks, service marks, and more importantly, again, I literally show you step by step on how to get your brand protected by actually showing you how to file a trademark application. So I'm super excited to have you. Feel free to go ahead and register today and I'll see you on the other side. Take care. Yeah, so so you mentioned coming from the end of the bench. The end of the and, bench, man. <laughs> and, and, and I see here your bio used the 0506 player of the year. Right. So, so so let's talk about the the work ethics, not just the work ethics, but the, the the mental build that you have to, you had to do to even get to that point. Man, listen. You, you don't get to that point, man, without um 
without some very, very important people or influential people in your life. Yeah. And so um, I had, man, I tell you what, man, I had some amazing teammates in high school. Um, man, I'm just gonna name a couple, but they were all amazing. But man, I tell you, Thomas Tucker, uh, Carlos Lumpkin, uh, Jarvis Lee, Jason Barnes, uh, Tony McClain, like Calvin Vickers, like those guys, you know, even Scott Harris, man, like those guys, we were just so tight as brothers. And when I tell you, man, um, we held each other accountable in every regard, man, in every aspect, every situation, man. And it, you had no choice but to grow and develop. You had no choice but to but to blossom in that situation. You know, I was always labeled the late bloomer. You know, I was always the one on the team with the baby face, you know, the long arms and the big feet. And I just looked so, so awkward. And, um, you know, just, just having those guys to really kind of take me in as a little brother, toughen me up and stuff like that, you know, just throughout high school, man, was just was truly what I needed, you know, to, to accomplish what I accomplished moving forward. So, man, it was a process and I don't think that process happens without those people first. Um, and then, you know, just the work ethic, man, it's just, you know, in my hometown, I don't, and I hate that it's not like this anymore. Uh, every Saturday, Sunday, you were at that court playing basketball, you know, yeah. and you had the old heads in the community, you know, out there teaching you game, just teaching your life, man, you know. Um, it was just so many different types of examples that you could just kind of learn from. You know, you had guys who are businessmen out there. You had guys who were your local, you know, uh, street pharmacist. <laughs> 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 you know, I'll say that. Um, and, and but it was just, it was just kind of a, it was just kind of a, a variety of lessons out there that you could learn. And so um, I was always tapping in, just trying to learn as much as I can from those who were older than me. So. Um, you know, along that journey from the end of the bench to the front, man, it was just, it was that, just being humble, man, willing to listen, willing to learn, um, you know, listening to the great advice, listening to the not so great advice, you know, having that, that ability to discern, um, you know, I think that's, that's what it was. And then, you know, I, my parents, man, you know, you got to thank my parents. You know, I was blessed uh, growing up in a two-parent household, um, strong, strong father figure. Uh, strong father figure and I would say even the stronger mother figure <laughs> you know Mama Mayweather she did not play at all but um, you know it's just you know it's, it's just, just that journey man you know uh, I think every kid goes through some kids decide to step off you know and uh, step to the side say it's not for me but you know I, I always saw the light at the end of the tunnel so um, you know so I tell you the best part the best for me, the best part of it was when uh, was when I had my season-ending injury in in a high school, my senior year. Uh, it just seemed like, man, everything that I had worked for was coming into fruition. It was, I mean, it was just, it was there for the taking. Um, I remember, man, I had a game where I came off the bench. And I think I scored, I may have scored like 28 points in two quarters, you know, just in two quarters, man. And, uh, you know, it was clicking. And then I, I started to get college interest off the bench, you know, you know, that think about that. Think about how good our team was for me, the sixth man to get 
college interest. Yeah. And so I ended up blowing uh, blowing out my knee uh, against Jackson County. Um, went up to block a kid who was trying to dunk on me, and he missed the dunk. You know, he missed the dunk. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in the process of him missing the dunk, man, we collided. And, uh, you know, it did some damage to my knee. And I remember coming down on the ground. And uh, uh, man, I tell you, this is the first time I saw my pops cry. You know, my pops came over and, uh, you know, he saw it and uh, he just, he said, oh, God. <laughs> and uh, my knee was, it was just swollen, just, uh, just it looked real deformed. And uh, I tell you, man, when I got to the hospital, it was a man named, man named B.D. Bradley. And uh, he was like, you know, I grew up as a musician in church, so I don't want you to think I didn't have a a uh, faith background but I, yeah. as a musician you know you play the drums you know I was a drummer you play the drums in church and then you done playing the drums going to back you drinking snacking you know you just hanging out while the preacher's preaching and then when he gets to that that point to where he's hooting and hollering you come right back in yeah. and you back him up do what you do and so you a good portion of, a good portion of me being a drummer growing up man I was always in the back while the preacher was preaching so I missed a lot yeah. But uh, I would say Mr. Mr. B.D. Bradley, uh, during that injury, uh, he was the one that made it click for me. Um, you know, just the importance of having faith or, or being faithful to God. Um, I tell you, man, he came in and he prayed over my over my knee like nobody's business. And he put the, put the oil on there. And everything, you know, he asked me, could he put the oil on there? And I didn't know what he was doing. And so I looked at my mom and she's like, it's okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, and so, uh, you know, he started praying and rubbing. And he was speaking in tongues and I, I got my head bowed. He started speaking in tongues. I looked up at my mama like, mom, is he, he turning into something? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, because nobody spoke in tongues, you know, where I was, where I went to church. Man. So he was speaking in tongues. So. Uh, man, I tell you what, man, the doctor told me, i never forget this one. The doctor told me, he said, uh, Jeremy, he said, you know, just for a better way of life, probably be best if you don't participate in any type of athletics. You know, you know, you can, you, you know, you can run and stuff like that, but just at that level, you know, that, that competitive level is probably best because this is something that's going to keep reoccurring. And I tell you, man, just, I think that, I think that, you know, the work was done when Mr. BD was praying. I think, you know, I think, uh, you know, he, he, his relationship with God kind of carved out my path, you know, and I always get, I always give him credit. Um, and sometimes, you know, I tell you, so I get emotional about it, things, you know, I think, you know, in sports, especially when it's with minorities, you know, guys, God gets, he, he gets lost, Yeah. you know, he gets lost and um, people don't really realize how important, you know, God truly is when you're, you know, just in everything, but especially in sports. Um, but man, I tell you, I, I was, I was down. I was down at the end of January. The doctor told me that, uh, you know, I would be back walking uh, in October. And I tell you, man, uh, shoot, July, you know, and I, I'll go back go back to this man I was crutching we were playing Monroe area which is our rival it's our rival school okay right and uh man it was I mean we had some great battles great battles King 
And uh, I never forget. My mom asked me. She said, "Did you want to you want to go to the game tonight?" Now I'm depressed. You know, yeah. my only shot at going to college. You know, it's it's gone. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, and my mom said, "You want to go to the game?" And I was like, "No, nah, I don't want to go to the game." She said, "Where well, you going to the game?" But you ain't gonna tell Mama Mayweather no. Got she tell you what you gonna do. And so I got up, and, and the crazy thing, she had my outfit laid out and everything. She had them put my jersey out there with a long sleeve shirt. She had a little blinking light that I was with the with the logo on it that I was gonna wear. So yeah. got to the game, Kenny man, and I cried. I walked into the gym and. I remember, I remember Coach called the timeout. And when I came in, my team stood up. They was clapping for me. And then everybody started clapping. And so, uh, I tell you, in that moment, that's probably like one of the lowest moments of my life. In that moment, man, I sat down behind the bench. And, uh, man, I cheered my heart out for my team. You know, I could have been selfish, could have been upset that I wasn't playing, but you know, just the over, uh, overwhelming amount of love and appreciation that people, you know, just kind of can, hey, man, I appreciate you, man. You look, you know, young kid, man, your future going to be bright. Just the encouraging words. And then at the end of that game, Kenny, uh, if nothing but God, man, my junior college coach, he came up to me. He said, man, I drove down from Atlanta, man, to watch you and Carlos play. And he said, man, I hate to see you on crutches. He said, man, he said, what's, your, what's the time frame? And I told him, I said, um, I said, Coach, I said, Coach Pritchard is his name at Atlanta Metro. And I said, Coach Pritchard, I said, uh, you know, doctor said I should be, you know, back walking normal um, uh, in October. And he said, well, I want you to come on campus and uh, take a visit. And I said, well, Coach, I said, the doctor said I shouldn't play, you know, at, at, at the college level or at, at a higher competitive level or whatnot. And so, um, man, Coach Pritchard said something to me, man. I mean, it, it, it sticks to me to this day, Kenny. If you if you tell me that I can't do something or I can I cannot do something, Kenny. Yeah. Kenny, you gonna have you gonna have to lay me flat on my back. You got to lay me out to keep me from doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know the thing about it, when, and, and Coach Pritchett told me he said he said son he said the doctor is not God, and he said what God has for you is for you and then he probably said i want you to come on campus take a tour let me know what you think and so uh you know a couple weeks go by we get invited me and carlos Lumpkin, who's a pivotal person in my you know in my in my, in my journey man uh me and carlos go up to the campus man and coach was like hey do you want me to get a golf cart or something like that and drive you around i was like nah i didn't want to show no signs of weakness you know so yeah. i crutched Kenny, I crushed that whole campus. <laughs> you, you talking about a campus is like, you know, uh, you know, just a little bit smaller than Georgia College campus, you know. Okay. So I crushed that whole, I crushed it, man. I crushed around that campus, man. And you talking about, man, I was just so exhausted, man. And so uh, when we got back to the office, uh, Coach Pritchard, he goes, well, you know, I got scholarship papers right here filled out. And my mom and dad were sitting right there, and Carlos and his uh, uh, mom and uncle were sitting there. And so he goes, well, you know, I got a scholarship for y'all. And so, you know, me trying to be, you know, like I'm like I'm just that guy, you know. I, I told Coach, I said, hey, Coach, uh, you know, I'm going to take this paper home, talk to my parents about it, you know, see what they think. And my mom looked at me, she goes, take it home. Talk to me about it. <laughs> <laughs> 
no sign of scholarship. <laughs> and so, um, man, it, it, man, so I signed that scholarship. Kid, I, I kid you not, man. I kid you not, man. I hit rehab so hard, man. And by July, Kenny, I was walking. I was running, jumping, dunking. I was playing in the summer workouts and everything, man. And then, you know, after that, man, the rest was history, man. So I learned that, you know, although you are, you may be a minority, man, when God is with you, man, when God has something for you, brother, it don't matter the color of your skin. It don't matter how old you are. Uh, it don't matter where you are in life, man. When it's for you, it's for you, brother. Yeah. You know, and that's just what it is. And that, that, that that's what I would say to, you know, a lot of these minority kids, man. If, if it's truly what God has destined for you, ain't nothing going to get in the way of it, man. Yeah. Yo, what's up, fam? This is your boy, K. Noel, back again. Yo, check this out. For all my authors, my business owners, my coaches out there, are you looking to get your business, your book, your program into in front of another audience? Then this is for you. Relentless Conversations is looking to partner with you. Yes, you. So what I need you to do right now, all serious inquiries, email right now, podcast at relentlessmotivationalgroup.com. Hey, I'm looking to hear from you so we can work together to strive to go forward. All right, let's go. Yo, what's going on, fam? This is your boy, K. Noel. Look, a lot of you have been asking me questions on what did I do to get started? How did I pattern out my episodes? How did I reach out to different guests? Well, here's your opportunity now to learn everything that I have done leading up to episode 50. I will show you how to monetize. I will show you how to reach out to different guests. I'm showing you so much behind the scenes stuff that I, I do in my own podcast. So coming soon is my podcast course. Be sure to tune in and check it out. All right, K. Noel, your relentless motivator. Now I'm motivating you to start your podcast. I'm out. Man, and one thing I love about what you, that, that whole moment in your life, because I'm all about being relentless. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and, and, and when you have that relentless mindset, you ain't let nothing stop you. Mm-mm. And Mm-mm. you could have, you could have very well listened to what that doctor was saying. Oh yeah. But first of all, God placed somebody in your life. He lined everything up for you. I and I and I talk about that in my book, Be Relentless, um, about your DNA path. Right. And it's a path that's you know that's destined straight for you. And because you stayed on that path. Guideline every person that you needed to encourage you to keep you pushing and not listen to what the opposition was telling you. Because right. at, at this point, you know, the, the doctor means well, but sometimes people in your life can mean well, but they're not, they're, they're worse on what you need and they become the That's opposition right. for you. That's right. That's right. And, and it's staying, it's staying, man, God, there it is again. It's staying committed to what God has lined up for you, man. That's the hardest thing. People will tell you some things that sound great, yeah. you know, but when when you know what you're supposed to be doing and staying committed to it and staying patient with the process, I'm telling you, man, that, that, that reward is beautiful, man. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, most definitely. The, the, the process is, is there and it's not always easy. 
And and I yeah. think especially in today's time, we want things to be easy. Right. We don't want to go through a process, but that that process is necessary because that's molding us for the next phase in our life. Right. Right. And I, and I tell you, man, even even that next phase for me, when I, you know, Atlanta Metro was a junior college. So it was two years. So yeah. You do two years there and then you do two years there and then you leave, you know, yeah. and you go to a, a, a D1, D2, D3. Um, and so, you know, in my transition, you know, everybody wants to go D1. Um, and there were some D1 opportunities for me to pursue. But, um, you know, just given the circumstances, man, I ended up choosing to go to Georgia College and play basketball. And I'm going to tell you this story, man, if you got time, brother. Yeah. Uh, Georgia College, man, he's the head, he's the head college coach, man. This is, this is awesome, man. He's the head college coach at uh, Boston College now. His name is Earl Grant. And Earl Grant it played a significant role in me choosing to go to Georgia College. Uh, once I found out that I wasn't I wasn't going to be able to go Division One, um, I didn't visit any other Division Two. I came down, played basketball in Georgia College with all the guys, and I didn't care. I didn't care if they were good or whatnot. It was just, you know, I knew I had already did my background, my research on uh, the academics at Georgia College, and I knew like, okay, I want to be strong academically. Uh, you know, I did my research on the. Uh, on the academics, you know, and so I, I advise every kid to do that. Don't just go to go to a college because of the name, all right? Because of the name, and, and I'm gonna say this, man. I hope, man, I hope this falls upon open ears. That basketball, that football, whatever, especially that basketball, it's going to stop bouncing. It's going to stop bouncing, and when it stops bouncing, <laughs> you gotta figure it out, brother. You know, yeah. sisters, you got to figure it out. And uh, that's a big part of, you know, my ministry to kids. It's, it's bigger than basketball. But uh, but Earl, man, back to Earl. I used to come to Georgia College for high school camps. And Earl was, uh, Earl was, Earl played there. And so my first year going to a team camp at Georgia College, I forgot my shoes, man. And you know how those team camps go, man. You yeah. know... And back in the day, man, it, it was some really good basketball at those team camps, man. You're talking about like that's when that's when Baldwin had like their stud teams, man, and then all the yeah. schools out of Macon would come and you know, some of the Gwinnett schools would show up, man, and it was I mean, it was the place to be. Georgia yeah. College camp. I forget my shoes, man. <laughs> and I'm talking about you remember that you've been around long enough to remember when that when, when the smokestacks were in Millersville. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> I never forget, man. Coach Richardson, man. He he goes, man. I hope everybody got everything, man. He goes, it's time to get to it. And uh, man, I I just something just said, man. Look in your bag. Man. I look in my bag, man. Kenny, I had worked. You know, my daddy. You know, I asked my daddy for something. He just don't give it to you. You got to go out there and do something. You got to cut grass. You got to do something. Clean out the shed or do something. I had worked, worked to get those shoes for the summer, man. And uh, I looked at my bag, there we go. Wow. And so, man, I looked in there, I thought my teammates were playing with me. <laughs> so, because I was the youngest one. And so I'm looking around, man, I get, I called my mom. And I said, Mom, I said, I, I, said, I think I left my shoes at home. I said, can you look in my room and see? She's like, yep. She said, right here on your bed. 
So I said, Mama, can you bring the fruit? She said, I ain't driving the middle to bring, you know, she better figure it out. <laughs> so, so Kenny, look, I had I had some ankle braces, the tie up kind. Yeah. Kenny, I was at my first my first games. I was out there in ankle braces and Sperry boat shoes. Kenny, <laughs> <laughs> I was not finna be stopped, man. But uh then so so you know, once um once everybody kind of saw that I was a kid out there playing in boat shoes, man. You know, my teammates, they were already cracking on me. So uh so I'm I'm in the little game room and coach coach comes to me. He's like, Coach, he said, Jeremy, you, you you know, I don't want I don't want you to hurt yourself out there in the little boat shoes or whatnot. And he let me play a little bit, you know. But uh he, he's like, man, it's probably best you just chill out. And so man, I was crushed, man. So I'm sitting in the game room, they joking, making little side cracks at me. And so everybody leaves out, man, and I'm not playing. So I said, I'm just gonna stay right here in the game room, you know. And so Earl goes, he goes, hey, young fella. And uh, I walked, I said, hey, man, how you doing? He's like, man, he said, hey, hold on for a sec, man, hold on. And he runs upstairs, man. He brings me down a pair of brand new Allen Iversons, man. Wow. And, and at the time, at the time I wore size 12, they were size 12, perfect fit. Wow. Perfect fit. And you talking about, man, he, he he told me, he said, man, he said, man, just he said, man, just do good, man. He said, make sure you get your books, graduate. And so I George College was implanted in my head from Earl. I right. said, man, if, if somebody like this is at Georgia College, man, I wouldn't mind being. And so um, you know, when the time came around for me to pick, you know, pick, pick uh that next school to go to. You know, it was a no-brainer for me. So I came to Georgia College, and then I met Mo. You know, we talked about Mo. And, uh, you know, I met Mo, and Mo was a tr truly a, man, I can't, I can't even tell you, man, how impactful this man has been, this brother has been in my life. But it just goes to show you that as a minority athlete, you got to you gotta have that, that support system. You know, you got to have those people that are going to step in and, and, and be that light for you. Uh, but yeah, man, just, you know, I, I, I wish we could get back to where, you know, I'm gonna say it like this, man, to where the brothers start back really, truly investing in the youth, in that next generation, you know, that, that, that next generation of youth, man, because I was blessed to have it. I'm trying my hardest to do that. You know, for the ones uh, I'm trying to pay it for, for the ones um, behind me. Um, if you talk with anybody, they'll tell you, man. Coach May, you know, when it comes, hey, Coach May, I want to try to go to college. You know, I'll, I will put you in the gym, work you out. I will, you know, try to exhaust my resources and networks and contacts to try to help you out, get you somewhere. Um, but I just, it was done for me. So, yeah, you know, I have to pay it forward. So, you know. I, that's that's the one thing I wish that we all saw. You know, yeah. I do see a lot of this, man. Yeah. No, <laughs> I no see doubt. a lot of that amongst our community, and uh, you know, I just you know whatever we can do to get get that back rolling, man. How it used to be, you know. Absolutely. Goals. How many goals have you set up for yourself when you gave up because it was too hard? How many times did you feel you weren't good enough because the journey seems tedious? I too felt this way, but then things changed.
I realized I had to change how I think. I had to change who I was. I had to be relentless. I am K Noel. I want to tell you about my book, Be Relentless. It teaches how to understand your roar, your design path, hitting your mark, and much more. Purchase your copy of Be Relentless today at www.relentlessmotivationalgroup.com. It's not just another book. It's a movie. So are you ready to be relentless? Yo, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Trudy LPC. Have you ever wondered why you won't let others get close to you? Does it bother you that you feel disconnected from family members and friends? Do you think that you might have imposter syndrome? Well, be sure to tune in to the Self-Aware and F'd Up podcast to learn more about yourself as well as taboo topics and mental health. Also, be sure to follow me, Trudy LPC, on all social media platforms under the handle Treaty LPC. Hey, so we're going to transition to this next phase of this episode. So I, I asked you a few questions in the form you filled out about your uh, favorite speakers. Right. So, so here's this what I'm doing this season. I got a, I got a uh, segment called Let's Talk About. All right. So with the person that you pick, um, I think you pick you pick Eric Thomas, you pick um, John Howard Wesley, pick Kobe, you pick Mo. So uh, ideally, I wanted to do Mo, but I I didn't know how to find some stuff. I started to reach out to Mo and ask him did he have some stuff. <laughs> but um, I got this clip from Kobe. So um, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna share my screen with you. All right. And um, we're gonna I'm gonna play this clip and then we're gonna talk about. It. Have any advice for students entering an organization and being the youngest person, not in the room, but in the whole company? Well, I mean, in, in business, it's a little different. Um, you know, it's, it's, I think the best way to prove your, your value is to work, is to learn, is to absorb, um, to be a sponge. Right? But you always want to outwork your potential. You know, as hard as you believe you can work, you can work harder than that. All right, so so let, let's talk about it. So just from that clip that Kobe was talking about, what does that that piece mean to you? Man, I tell you, it, it goes back to, to what we were talking about, uh, I think, uh, before we started the interview about just at, at, at the foundation, man, he said, you know, my favorite, I should say my favorite part of it is he said, be a sponge. And um, be a sponge, and I think, man, for me, you know, the day that I learned to keep my mouth closed and open my ears, yeah, um, I think that that's when I began to progress. That's when I began to understand um, how to navigate, you know, uh, being a minority, um, and how to pick up on you know, a variety of things, you know, undertones and things like that. Um, you know, you got it. You have to acknowledge, man, like when Kobe speaks, man. Yeah. It, it's it's, it's going to be powerful just because I, I've, I've, I've been a Kobe fan since day one. I've been a Kobe fan, you know, since the air ball. Okay. You know, everybody dropped, everybody quit on Kobe when he shot the air balls. I was like, I said, that's me. Like, I'm not afraid to get in and take the shot. 
you know, yeah. I and I'm gonna shoot it again and again and again. And so, you know, that clip, man, it's just a testament, you know, to Kobe, man. Like when he shot those air balls, I guarantee you when he went back to the bench, he listened. He listened to that advice, but he didn't quit. He listened and he went and he put the work in and he worked hard, harder than anybody else. Um, I was I was reading uh, something was sent to me and I if you don't mind I want to share it. Yeah. Uh, and and you, and you got to read Corinthians for the context, man. And it's amazing how the Bible speaks. Uh, it's amazing how the Bible speaks, man in so many different ways. Uh, and it says, um, and it says, man, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace to me was not without effect. No, I worked harder than all of them. Yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. And you know, I just, I just think about it, man. Like it, in that moment, man, I, I, that came to me uh, during our tournament time, just about hard work, perseverance. You know, just, just listening, man. And I can't tell you how many people I leaned on to, um, you know, just to kind of give me guidance, um, just in this ministry that I am in now, um, and just humbling yourself. You know, that's the part. That's the part of that clip that I like, man. Humbling yourself. <laughs> humbling yourself to grow, you know. It's just it's just a beautiful thing, man. Just humbling yourself to grow and progress, man, and, 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 and operating with humility and respect, man. And so I, I think I think, man, if you and you may have encountered this because I, I know you are, you know, um, I know you. I know you've been elevated probably since we since I left you, man. But you supervise people, man. And I know you dealt with you know people who come in and automatically want to run the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, you know, and those you know, unfortunately, man, you know, those people are a detriment to themselves. You know, not having the ability to come in and just listen, pay attention, see how things are working, and understanding that, you know, understanding that. They have something to add, but understanding how to make those suggestions, right? You know, humbly and stuff like that. So, um, that that clip, man, it just it opens up so many different angles and avenues that you can take to just break it down. It's, it's just so loaded, man, with nuggets. Uh, one of my actually one of my favorite clips, man. So, um, I, I would just say, man, my favorite part of it is just being that sponge, man, just listening, brother. Yeah. Just listening, you know. It, yeah, and, and I say you definitely have to be a sponge. And and I'll tell you, too, I've learned, and you, you kind of mentioned that, you know, with the, the doctor and stuff. I, I had to learn to be a sponge with a filter, too. Yes, sir. Because, yes, sir. Because it, it goes back to what we were saying. Some people would try to put certain things in that sponge that don't even belong there. That's right. That that will it may be some toxic chemicals that may eat up the sponge. That's right. So you you, you definitely have to have your discernment on who is pouring into. 
right. And, and, and something else you said, you know, about the humbleness, you know, you, you can't go, a lot of people, you know, I think our egos get in the way sometimes. And because, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. because I know I'm the baddest, I know I'm this, and, and yeah, you may be the baddest, but you still got a lot to learn. Oh, and yeah. and I really think a lot of us mess up because we don't want to learn, because we think we know it all and can't nobody else teach us nothing. Yes. So, so, so yeah, man, I, I absolutely love what you said. So we're going to end it. I'm going to... um let you say any encouraging words or however you see fit to the listeners and viewers and you know we'll end it from there man i'm gonna i'm gonna take it i'm gonna take it left kenny um i'm gonna encourage all your viewers and listeners man to grow your own food yeah all right put down all this processed stuff um find yourself uh, in a, you know, with a daily regimen of of devotion, um, and, and, and live as a servant leader. You know, that that that, that would be my, you know, my final uh, my final words, man. Live as a servant leader, man. I tell you what, man, you you'll be shocked at the amount of blessings that you will create for others, and that will be uh, bestowed upon you. Um, you know, just just understanding, man, that, that 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 God is the end all be all, and we are put here on the earth to make it make it better than we found it. Yeah, let me ask you this real quick for for those who may not know, because I don't want to leave no 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 stone unturned. What is a servant leader? Man, I, it, in its in its simplest form, Kenny, man. It's not. It's just simply getting out there and doing for others, brother. Yeah. Um. And and, and I tell you, man, it, it what resonates with me, man, is love thy neighbor as you love thyself. Absolutely. And if you're gonna work hard for yourself, work hard for your neighbor, man. Um, yeah. And that's why I said, man, in this ministry that I'm in right now, this season of coaching that I'm in right now, and I coach, I coach women, man. I coach young ladies, and so um, not only do they get an opportunity to, you know, <clears throat> not only do they get opportunity to get out there and fellowship and stuff like that, but they get opportunity to pour to me, to teach me things. You know, um, I'm a I'm a new parent, man. My oldest is four, um, and so I get an opportunity, man, just to watch. And I, let me tell you something, man. I got a great group. I got a phenomenal group of young ladies, man, that I coach. But, you know, just them feeling comfortable enough to share with me their trials and tribulations, man, it makes me a better father, better husband to my wife and my kids. Yeah. And, um, you know, so so just by me being a servant leader, I feel like that's what I get back. You know, that's what I get back by, by doing that, by serving others. Um, and they'll tell you, man, Coach May, if I call Coach May and say, hey, I want to give him a gym and shoot, Coach May, uh, I need to chat with you or whatnot. You know, Coach May is there. And that goes, you know, that's, that's that goes all the way back to, you know, my girls at Georgia College, bro. Yeah. You know, they, they'll call Coach May. Coach May, I'm getting married. Coach May, I got this going on. Can you, you know, I just, I, I love helping people. I love serving people. I love, you know, being able to bless people in, in, in however God sees fit. Um, so, you know, I, as I say, man, just 
love thy neighbor as you love thyself, man. You go hard for yourself, man. Go hard for your neighbor. And I think if we understood that at its core, a lot of the things that we deal with throughout life, the differences that we have conflicts with, they wouldn't exist. Well, man, I just want to uh, take time to tell you, thank you, man, for taking time out, you know, to sit here and have a conversation with me. Oh, yeah, man. Anytime, brother. Anytime, yeah. man. Yeah, man, you, you definitely dropped some gems, man. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about some of the stuff that you dropped, man, and and yeah, we may have to do another episode, man, because <laughs> it, it's it's still so we could have went a little bit longer. So, so so yeah. yeah but um, I just want to tell you, man, I appreciate you, man. Appreciate the brotherhood, you know everything. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. So 100%. so yeah, man. Uh, as for my listeners, you already know what time of the day it is, whatever time of the day it is. You all have a great day, a great evening, a great morning. And you already know we're leaving no days left behind. And we're going to always be relentless. I'm K Noel, your relentless motivator. And we are out. We're choosing to unlock the treasures from within. Winners don't back down now. We move forward. Destiny awaits. You got the power. So now rule. This is Relentless Conversation.